Okay, you guys are gonna have to um, bear with me for this one. Um, there's a lot of noise going around in the background because I have a fan on. Um, this is because our air conditioning is broken. Um, I really don't have an excuse other than that, so you're just gonna have to deal with it. <laughs> Thanks. Welcome to Taga's Topics, where there's more than one topic to talk about. Okay, so today, touched on this briefly last time, but we're going to talk about fan fiction. Because, you know what? It's a really... People don't normally talk about fan fiction. They just kind of, like, partake in secret. Because it's, uh, embarrassing. But what I want to do is just talk about it like it's a normal thing. Because it is. Uh, normal for nerds and creatives. People who uh, get overly attached to characters and franchises, which sounds bad, but it's not as uncommon as you might think. So today, I wanted to talk about um, my experience with fan fiction, writing and reading. So <laughs> I just wrote like a long, long fanfiction about Attack on Titan, specifically about the character of Captain Levi, because I recently, not recently, it's not really recent anymore, but because I got back into Attack on Titan with the fourth season coming out and everything, and I was intrigued by this character when I hadn't been before. Like, it's suddenly he was more interesting to me, so then I was like, I'm going to write a fanfiction. Because this is how I like to, um, to explore, like, character development and, like, how I can expand on characters. Putting them in new situations and, like, um, figuring out how they would interact with different characters or different situations and stuff like that. So that's why I like to write fanfiction, because you can place <clears throat> you can place characters that are well-known in a situation that they might never, ever, ever be in, in actual canon content. So the story that I wrote is a romance. It's a romance, meaning it's, it's called an X-reader, so it's like you read it, as if you are in the story, and this is, it's kind of cringy to read sometimes, but people like it, so I just wrote it that way. Um, so, oh, where was I going with that? Right, so we'd never actually get something like this in the actual show. There would never be a romance for Captain Levi, because it's just not like important in the story even if there is a romance or anything it's just not that important um so that's why I like to create a story where we do get that and it's hard sometimes because you need to fit it into the story you need to make sure that your characters are like consistent with how they are in the show or the manga it's just an interesting thing um 
I have kind of this blurb that I wrote in my outline where I'm trying to explain like um, something about uh, I don't know where was I going with this I'm trying to explain like what I'm supposed to say during this section but it doesn't make sense to me that I'm now that I'm reading it I just kind of am talking about the fanfiction that I wrote and it's it's not because I am in love with a fictional character. That is not not something I would describe myself with at all. It's a fictional character. But um I just am interested in in certain characters, so I'll write a story about them. Like uh what I'll talk about later, which is in um 2014 when I made my first Wattpad account um, I posted a fanfiction of Armin from Attack on Titan that was my first thing that I posted I think in 2014 and because at that time Armin was my favorite character still is but um, so he was my favorite character and I wrote a couple of ex-readers about him because um I liked him and I just wanted to like explore more of like what would happen if Armin was in a romantic relationship with somebody which uh, also is not important in the actual story but um like I just wanted to explore that kind of thing so what we're gonna do later not that much later but in a little while we're gonna um read that fanfiction that I wrote. When you look on Wattpad, it can tell you um, how long something will take to read. It says 14 minutes on that one. But, I mean, I don't know. It depends. So, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Another point I wanted to make was that um, I wrote, is writing romance bad? Um, I don't think it is. Writing romance is not bad. Is writing romance bad when you're already in a relationship? No, I don't think so. Because it's just a story, like, you're just making something up. And it's not, it doesn't have to do, it doesn't have to make any connection to your life. It doesn't have to be like, oh, I wish this is how my life was. I wish I was uh, in in the Attack on Titan universe, I wish I was dating Captain Levi, because no, that's not, that's not true. First of all, who would, who would want to live in the Attack on Titan universe? That sounds horrible. Second of all, it's fictional characters that don't exist, and I am not trying to say that, that I am, I have some sort of, like, real human connection with them, because you just can't. It's, it's just a story. So I wrote, no, writing romance is not bad. And it's really just, like, people are out there looking for good fanfiction to read. And I am confident enough in my own abilities to write a good story with, like, good grammar, which is important <laughs> when, when you're sifting through fanfiction to read. Um... So I'm confident in my abilities, so I'm just like, well, if I write something, someone, 
someone out there is going to enjoy it, hopefully, because, I mean, I know that that I am capable of writing something that's good. So I can just put it out there and whoever enjoys it, enjoys it. And so far, I've had 17,000 uh, reads on this fanfiction. So I would say that's doing pretty well. Um, and my favorite part, honestly, my favorite part of writing fanfiction on Wattpad specifically is the comments. Because you can just comment. People can comment on like any paragraph in any story and any part of it. And just some people are so nice or so funny. And it's just so entertaining and great to like witness. And it makes me feel like, oh yeah, this person's really connecting with the story because they felt so much about it that they felt the need to comment on it and like tell me what they thought and it makes me happy so i like that it is now time for the banana update um i will confess that i have not eaten a banana today this is because i moved and i haven't bought bananas that's really my answer for this question <laughs> um so i don't have a banana update i did buy a peach I haven't eaten it yet, but I did buy a peach, so maybe next time I will let you guys know uh, um, if the peach was good. Hopefully it will be good. So that was the banana update um, with Sans Banana. I'm so sorry. But now, now, we're gonna go read that fanfiction. We are gonna read the fanfiction about Armin Arlert um, <laughs> on Wattpad. Okay, so I named it Armin X Reader SNK Fanfiction! Exclamation point. Don't know why I used an exclamation point. It has 337 reads, has 9 votes. So, a Wait, hey, 337 reads is not bad. It's pretty good. So here's the little, um, description that I wrote in back in 2014. Some of this is not show accurate. Most of it is. Please let me know what you think of this. I'm also writing another Armin X Reader fanfic and I hope to upload the final outcome soon. Oh, that's right. <laughs> There's another one. There's another shorter one. We could maybe read that one after after this one. Oh, oh, oh. I can see exactly when I posted this. November 7, 2014. All right. I named the first section. There's only one section in this, one chapter. I named it Armin. <laughs> oh, looks like there's seven comments on this. I wish I could... Maybe we'll look at those at the end. Okay. Armin, X-Reader Fanfiction by Takastrapi. Begin. Oh man, this is so awkward. I'm just gonna start reading it. Go, go, go! Your commander yelled. You have been assigned to a squad, and the only ones you know are Armin, Mikasa, and Eren. Your squad jumps off the wall, and you quickly follow. You forgot to fill up your tank after the last mission, but thankfully you still have about half a tank. You're facing against three 15 meters, meters, and you're still sore from yesterday. As you jump from roof to roof, conserving your gas as much as possible, you glance over at Eren. How many times do I have to tell you, Mikasa? I don't need your help. 
Seems like Mikasa wants to protect her boyfriend, in quotes, again. It's not you. It's for me. I don't want to lose any more family. It's obviously she likes him. It's obvious she likes him. <laughs> the man I can't read. Fine, we're coming up in the rear. He turns toward you. Name. You and Armin go distract them from the front with the other squad members. Mikasa and I will get their napes. You nod and turn to Armin. He looks at you, his bright blue eyes glistening as you fly through the air. <laughs> oh, man. This is so funny to me. Okay, resume. I must tell you, I don't have much gas left, you said to him. His eyes became worried. I have enough to get back to HQ, but I'll have to distract from the ground. Can you keep an eye on me from the rooftops? I'll stay with you, name, he says determinedly. I'll tell the others to stay in the air. It'll be easier for Mikasa and Eren to get their necks if their heads are pointed down at us. You start to protest, but he ignores it. You and Armin get to the ground in front of the Titans. When you look up at them, you shiver in fear. Their unnerving smiles make you pause for a moment. You regain consciousness and glance at Armin. He's slightly closer to them than you are, and he's shocked, stiff. You scream his name, but he doesn't respond. The Titans inch slowly closer, and you run to him. You grab his hand and pull him out of the way of a titan's foot. He coughs and starts running as you let go of his hand. Thanks, he pants. No time for thanks. We need to get further away. He nods. He grabs your waist and uses his omnidirectional maneuvering gear to pull you and, his, and himself farther from the titan's feet. When you're sure the titans can see you, you get to the ground and start running again. Gah! You heard a voice yelling and the sound of titan flesh being sliced. One down, Aaron yells. Good one, Mikasa. Mikasa nods and proceeds to kill the next titan. To, to her surprise, she misses and drops to the ground. She grunts and manages to slice the Achilles tendon on the back of the ankle. The titan falls and she runs across it to strike its neck. It dies, and you look at Armin. Here, you say to him, and he turns his head. You need a break? Oh wait, I skipped a paragraph. You look at Armin. He's tiring. His pace has gotten slower and his breathing is heavier. You're in good condition, though. Hey, you say to him, and he turns his head. You need a break? He shakes his head. He looks like he's going to say something, but nothing comes out. He's determined to do his part. His face breaks a smile, and so does yours. You hear an angry yell, and as you look back, you see the last titan falling with Aaron behind. He and Migasa land on a roof and kneel. Your gas is almost out. You and Armin start up running. You pant for a while, but take a deep breath. Armin has his hands on his knees and looks back. Severed body parts of your fellow soldiers are scattered across the ground. You lost half your team. You touch your hand to your forehead and realize there's blood on it. You wipe the blood off your forehead and tell Armin you should get to the roof before you attract more titans. He nods and carries you to the roof where Aaron and Mikasa are. One of your squad members is on the ground next to a corpse, crying. Time to go! Aaron yells at the soldier. She looks up with tears in her eyes, but nods. Her blonde hair has blood stains in it. You head back to HQ with just the right amount of gas to get back. Other members of your regiment, the scout regiment, are kneeled next to unmoving bodies. You sit next to Armin, who has his head in his hands. Hey, you touch your hand to his back. We did it. You did fine. He shakes his head and lifts his face from his hands. 
There's dried blood on it. The casualties were too great to call this a victory. There's still too many titans running amok in this place. We can't possibly kill them on our own. And Aaron is too valuable to use as a pawn. If only... If only... He chokes up and lowers his face into his hands again. His body shakes and you realize he's crying. You have no idea what to do when it comes to crying boys. <laughs> what does this mean? <laughs> okay. The next morning, you take a deep breath and open your eyes. Armin is sitting at the foot of your bed, holding something. Hey, what are you doing in here, Arlert? You mumble, and he keeps looking at whatever is in his hand. It looks like some sort of bracelet. On instinct, your left hand shoots to your right wrist. Your bracelet is not there. You sit up abruptly and punch his arm, making him drop the bracelet. You pick it up and put it back on your wrist and sigh. Ow! He rubs his arm. Don't take my stuff, you mumble. This bracelet is important to me. Get out so I can get dressed. He leaves. You put on your uniform, tie your hair back, and stretch. When you open the door, he's standing outside like he was waiting for you. I want you to help me with something. You don't protest. He gestures for you to follow him to the training grounds. I saw how calm you were as those titans were coming down on us. How do you manage to stay that calm? To be honest, you weren't calm at all. You were scared out of your wits. Uh, you run your hand through the hot terror. Uh, you run your hair. No! Uh, you run your hand through the hair on the top of your head nervously. I don't know. I'm just good at looking like it, I guess. The truth was, I'm freaked out. Huh? But you looked so collected. Each time I looked at you, I saw confidence showing from your eyes. Was it the way you were running? Teach me how to endure. I got tired too fast. I was about to collapse if Aaron hadn't killed that titan when he did. He grabbed your hand and his bright blue eyes pleaded. Please. You touch your palm to your forehead. It's hot. I don't know, Armin. I used to run a lot as a child, and I got good at enduring and keeping my pace. My parents ordered me to keep exercising. What did your parents do? My parents died in the outside world when I was very young. My grandfather was the only family I had until five years ago when he was drafted to fight the Titans. Tears welled up in his eyes. I'm sorry, name. It's just too painful. You regret asking him. Oh, Armin, I didn't know. You pulled him into a tight hug, and to your surprise, he hugged tightly back. I vowed to join the Scout Legion after that. I knew I wouldn't be a great advantage, but I wanted to kill as many Titans for revenge. He looked up into the sky. My parents were killed in the attack on Shiganshina five years ago as well. My brother and I got out alive. He joined the military police, though. You release Armin and tell him to run. He looks up at you with tears in his eyes, as if he's saying, Why? And you stare down at, out at him sternly. He nods and starts running. You notice after about 30 seconds that his pace has slowed already. You sigh. He needs to work on that. As he comes around to you again, you yell, Another lap! as he runs past. After two more laps, you notice his pace has regulated, and his breathing regulated as well. After two more laps, you tell him to stop. He leans in front of you with his hands on the top of his head. Good job, Arlard. Your pace is regulated as well as your breathing. You're more determined than I was. At this rate, you could be better within a matter of days. Okay. Uh, pause. We're just gonna pause right now. Because we are halfway through. 
and <laughs> I just need to take a break because this is so freaking cringy for me. I wrote this in 2014. That is seven years ago I wrote this. Seven! And I was 14 when I wrote it. I was a child. But it's fine. I'm just gonna pause for a second so I can collect myself and then we will come back um, with the words he looks up at you, smiles at you, and lets out a sigh of relief. That's the next sentence. Okay, we're resuming. He looks up at you, smiles at you, and lets out a sigh of relief. You head back to HQ and talk with your friends about their ex expeditions lately. The next morning, Armin is sitting on your bed again, but this time he's watching you. This is creepy! That part was what? <laughs> What is this? Your hand instinctively reaches for your wrist, and your bracelet is still there. You sigh. Let's go, you say, and he waits for you outside again as you dress. You decide not to tie up your hair today. You started slightly earlier than yesterday, because today you're getting ready to go on an expedition outside Walmaria. Walmaria, Walmaria, Walmaria. I don't know how it's said. They always say Walmaria. Armin runs six laps today without fail. He catches his breath, and you head together down to HQ. Shut up, phone! No one knows why this mission is taking place. The scout regiment is all about putting their trust in one another. Don't know where I got that from. You're stationed near Armin. Not close, but close enough that you'd be able to see if he signaled a flare at any time. As you and your regiment ride on horseback through the gate to the Titan territory, the townspeople scowl at you. There are two children staring at you excitedly, and you smile. You're behind Armin. You watch at him as he nervously looks around. Armin, he looks back at you. You will do fine. He nods and turns back around. Your regiment goes to the open land. No titans are seen, yet. You can see Armin gripping his flare gun with his life. You decide to pick yours up. You see a green signal flare to your right, a titan. You fumble around for your green signal flare and shoot it into the air. You watch as Armin does the same. Oops. I dropped a rock on my desk. If you heard a loud noise in the background, <laughs> I'm playing with a rock. You ride nervously. You find a titan and fire. Oh wait, yeah. You find a titan and fire a green signal flare, and it is easy to avoid. Other signal as well. Your heart pounds. All of a sudden, you see a 15 meter, a female titan. How could there be a female titan? You watch Armin as he fires a black signal flare and orders his horse to run faster. The female titan titan is running. You know right away, this is a titan like Aaron. There is a person inside, and you feel like you know who it is. Man, I was so smart. Wow, that's so cool, I'm so smart. Why would she want to do that? You keep looking straight ahead and fire your black signal flare as well. You don't look for a few minutes, but when you look back, Armin is on the ground. Jean is in a state of horror, and Reiner is coming. You gasp and almost choke. What is happening? <laughs> The female titan kneels over to Armin. She's about to kill him. Your eyes well up with tears, knowing you can't do anything at this point. Suddenly, she stops. She gets up and runs forward, making her way to the middle, where Aaron and the other elite scout regiment soldiers are. You ride forward and notice Armin, Reiner, and Jean aren't close behind. Jean's horse ran away, and another that, another that they had 
died. Your question going back for them. No order to stay up in the trees and not let any titans into the forest. You don't question it. Then Krista, Jean, Reiner, and Armin ride up. You feel relief. They join you up in the trees and you talk to Armin. I thought you were stranded back there, you say to him. He looks back at you. That female titan. I just know it was the kind of titan Aaron is. There's someone in there. He stares at his hands. She could have killed me, but she didn't. You look down at the trunk of trees that you are all standing on top of. Many regular titans are standing at the bottom, reaching their arms up at you. One of them inches up between two trees. It gets pretty far up before it falls back down. Others are grabbing the bark of the trees and climbing up. They're learning, Armin says. That's frightening. It is pretty frightening. You twist the bracelet on your wrist back and forth. Suddenly an ear-piercing titan scream comes from the middle of the forest. There is no doubt in your mind that it's the female titan. The titans below you stop climbing the trees and turn to where the scream is coming from. You wait. After a while, you heard a ton of explosions coming from the middle of the forest. Is that cannon fire? You ask. But Armin shakes his head. You keep waiting. After a while, another titan yell is heard. You recognize this one right away. It's Aaron. Wasn't he supposed to not do that? Why did he do that? Surely Captain Levi wouldn't let him. Guess not. What is this little inner monologue thing? It's so stupid. Uh, okay, resume. A series of crashes are heard coming from that direction. Lots of titan screams and yells are coming. Aaron and whoever the female titan is must be fighting. It sounds like the female is winning. You wait and listen for a while, then it goes quiet. You can hear Mikasa screaming something, but you don't know what. After a bit, you see Mikasa and Levi coming out of the forest, and Levi is holding something covered in titan spit. Aaron! Armin stares at whatever Levi is holding. You stare at it, and sure enough, it is Aaron. The regiment decides to head back now. The casualties were far too many. You lose more soldiers on the way back. Wow. Wow. This is going really fast. <laughs> oh, man. I could have helped. I'm just a burden. Armin kept trying to convince himself that he was useless. Useless. This time you don't say anything to him. You just pull him in for a hug. Then what ha- <laughs> Sorry, I read ahead and I started laughing. Then what comes next is what surprises you. <laughs> oh man. This is what happens right next. I love you, Mame. He whispers into, the, into your ear, making sure no one else heard. Your face becomes bright red. I love you too. You mean it. <laughs> what the heck? This came out of nowhere. Aaron stays asleep most of the way back, but when he wakes up, he's, he cries. You understand why he would. He's lost every single one of the elite scout regiment members except for Levi. They all lost their lives protecting him. The next morning, Armin is laying on the bottom of your bed, his legs dangling off the side. He's twisting something around in his hands. It's your bracelet. This time you let him fiddle with it. He's opening and closing the blade skillfully concealed in it. Ooh. There's a blade? Yo, I don't remember writing this at all, so... I don't remember that there was a blade inside this bracelet, so that's pretty cool. Where did you get this? He asks. Hmm, you say, still half asleep. It was my father's. He gave me that right before the titans attacked. It's like he knew they were coming and that he was gonna die. You stretch your arms up into the air. Get out while I change. I'm thinking about getting it cut. You tug as your long blonde hair 
Oh, I guess he's still in the room? <laughs> what happened? I'm thinking about getting it cut. You tug at your long blonde hair, fingering out knots as your hands move down your hair. I think whatever you do with your hair would be pretty, he said. Pretty nice, he pretends to correct himself. Hm. You laugh a little. You tie your hair back and get your bracelet from Armin. You decide you wanted to run today with Armin so that he could compare his progress. He manages to keep up with you until the very end. He's improved so much in so little time. How could he ever put him down, put himself down like he does when he's this good at determination? Wow, Armin, I think we're done with this. You've improved so much. But can we still meet every day? He blushes. His shyness appeals to you. You think it's so adorable that this is happening right now. Of course we can. His blue eyes fill with excitement and his blonde hair whips back. He smiles, a smile that seemed like it could never come from him, especially because of yesterday and all the things he's been through. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You know, I don't even want to read this. This is so cringe. He gets up. Oh, gosh. He gets up, pulls you in closer, and gives you a passionate kiss on the lips. You kiss back, you stand holding each other and kissing for a while and realizing you must be late. Okay. <laughs> no, this is terrible. This is so funny. This is funny, especially because at the age of 14 when I wrote this, I had not kissed anybody. I don't know what kissing was like. I just wrote this. Oh, gosh. Uh... Okay, anyway. Continuing. You come into HQ hand in hand laughing. You know that Armin now has the courage and confidence to do anything he sets his brilliant mind to, all because of you. You know that he loves you and you love him. Aha, uh -huh, the end. So nice. Wow. Gosh. Someone commented that ending can kill. Oh, oh, it's because I ended it. I put, um,. You know that he loves you and you love him. Then you wake up. No, I'm kidding. That's what I wrote at the end. So, there's my Armin fanfiction. <laughs> okay. Um, now it's time for Song of the Day. Today's Song of the Day is Rock With You by Michael Jackson, except it's not uh, the Michael Jackson version. I want to talk about the... Um, cover by Ninja Sex Party, uh, otherwise known as Dan Abadan from uh, Game Grumps, because all of their covers are so good. And you know what? I never heard, <clears throat> I never heard Rock With You uh, before I heard the cover of it, the NSP cover. And when I heard the original, I was just kind of like underwhelmed because the cover was so good. And I was like, Eh, this is okay when I heard the actual Michael Jackson version, which is c crazy to say. Crazy to say that um, a Michael Jackson song, a cover of a Michael Jackson song was better than the actual Michael Jackson song. I'm not saying it was better, I just like it more. And that's it. Um, the last little point that I had, which is I kind of talked about earlier, was romance in general. Is it bad to romanticize my own life or romanticize things? And I think it's not bad to romanticize, to imagine your life being more exciting than it is or being more poetic than it is, because it, it keeps things interesting. It, it's entertaining and it like 
it's a way to like stay sane because if you don't romanticize anything I don't know life is too real <laughs> and maybe some people like that and I I don't know I like to romanticize things I like to make them more interesting in my head than they are so that was my last point I think let's see that was my last thing oh the interesting thing I did this week I went on a vacation uh, with my family um, and I hiked the highest peak east of the Rockies called Black Elk Peak it used to be called Hardy Peak there is a building at the top of it which was nice and cold inside well the stone was cold so it was nice to like feel cold stone because it was ugh. seven and a half mile round trip up this mountain so that was a bit rough I will just leave it at that. It was rough. <laughs> okay. That is it for today. Follow me on Instagram if you liked this. Uh, Takastrapi, that is my handle. Remember, kids, no cheese, no sleep. <laughs>